0: If you've been doing a ton of cardio, but you're not losing any weight, or if you're planning to start incorporating a lot more cardio to lose some extra body fat, you're definitely gonna to wanna to first watch this video. Because even though cardio can be very beneficial if done correctly, most of the people that you see at the gym spending countless hours on the treadmill, elliptical, and stair climber are doing it completely wrong. And many of them look the same week after week and month after month because without even knowing it, they're setting themselves back further rather than making progress with their weight and especially their body composition. So today, I want to go over the biggest cardio mistakes that cause you to waste your time and can even make you fatter rather than leaner. After I go over the five mistakes, I'll give you the five best ways to actually incorporate cardio into your routine the right way, so stick with me through this video. Let's start with by far the biggest cardio mistake, believing that more cardio equals more fat loss. I know it might sound unbelievable that too much cardio can hurt your weight loss efforts more than it can actually help, but I assure you, this is true. So how does too much cardio lead to less and less fat loss? Well, first of all, due to the low intensity, high volume nature of steady state cardio, our bodies will perceive long duration steady state cardio as a prolonged stressor. If you do too much cardio, it causes your body to release hormones that are actually bad for fat loss like cortisol, which can make your body store more fat instead of burning it. As you increase the time you spend doing cardio per week closer and closer to that of an endurance athlete, studies show that cortisol levels rise significantly. Now, people that are big supporters of prolonged cardio sessions counter this by saying that overtraining with any kind of exercise can lead to higher cortisol levels. And this is true, but we see these elevated levels in endurance athletes much more than in strength training athletes. When cortisol is elevated, your cells become resistant to insulin, you experience more inflammation throughout your body, and you'll also feel hungrier because of the effect that cortisol has on your hunger-regulating hormones like ghrelin and leptin. A change in your appetite will likely negatively affect your body fat percentage much, much more than your cardio sessions will positively affect it. By doing too much cardio, you'll find yourself hungrier not only directly after your cardio sessions, but also long after you're done. And unfortunately, unlike weight training, cardio doesn't continue burning calories hours after you're done. If you overdo it and that causes you to become really hungry, not only can you eat so much that you negate the calories burnt from your workout, but you can even eat more calories than you ever lost from your workout to begin with, causing you to store more body fat. Another hormone that could become an issue for people that run really long distances is testosterone. Extreme endurance workouts over long periods of time have been shown to lower the production of testosterone. Another thing to consider is that as you do more and more cardio, your body will adapt more and more. Your muscles, lungs, and heart will all become more efficient at handling the cardio workout, and you'll burn less and less calories from the same workout. As you do more cardio, your cardio workouts start to abide by the law of diminishing returns. This is one of the reasons why people usually overestimate the amount of calories they burn from their cardio workouts. Now, most people that do cardio will notice that they're seeing smaller and smaller changes to their body from the cardio sessions. So their solution is to incorporate more cardio, whether it be longer sessions or more frequent sessions throughout the week. This leads to overtraining, as well as overuse injuries, especially around your ankle, knee, and hip joints. If you sustain an injury to even one of those joints, you won't be able to work your whole lower body, significantly decreasing the amount of calories you burn throughout the week. So, bottom line, more cardio is not more fat loss. The second major mistake I see people making with cardio is thinking that cardio is the best way to lose fat. I hope that most of the people watching this video know that your diet is actually the number one way to effectively lose fat. So many people actually believe that just because they go on a long run or bike ride every day, they can get away with not paying as much attention to what they're eating. Well, like I said earlier, not only will too much cardio increase your appetite, but if you couple that with allowing yourself to eat in a more unrestrained way, you're going to negate all that hard work. Instead of creating a situation where you eat less and move more, you're eating more and moving more, which doesn't exactly produce the same results. Remember, what you eat and how much you eat always comes first. If your diet sucks, cardio will not help you burn fat. And if you notice that cardio significantly increases your appetite, you might be far better off just skipping cardio altogether and simply eating less. Let's move on. The third major mistake people make with cardio is not incorporating strength training sessions. Now let me make this crystal clear. For an ideal body composition with plenty of fat-free lean body mass, you don't need to do any cardio at all. But if you're doing a lot of cardio, you have to incorporate strength training. The reason is because cardio, especially long duration cardio, is notorious for creating body compositions with less muscle mass. You don't have to look further than your average marathon runner to see this. If you're doing cardio without supplementing with a strength training program, your body will do the smart thing and rid itself of all that useless, excess, metabolically expensive muscle mass. This is because that muscle will reduce running efficiency because it's heavy and it costs your body extra calories to maintain even while at rest. Your body wants to save all the calories it can, especially if those calories are constantly being used during your long duration cardio sessions. By incorporating a couple days of strength training per week, you can promote muscle growth rather than muscle loss. And at the very least, you'll be giving your body a reason to keep more muscle around. The next mistake is that most people will always stick to one form of cardio over and over and over again. They never switch it up. Like I said earlier, your body will look for ways to become more efficient with any kind of activity you consistently engage in. Now, this becomes especially true when you constantly do the same form of cardio. One of the main ways it does this is by decreasing overall energy output, which means you'll be burning fewer and fewer calories to do the same activity. Let's take jogging, for example. Your muscles in your legs, as well as your whole cardiovascular system, will become more efficient at handling the endurance required for long-duration, steady-state running. We've already touched on this earlier when I said that cardio abides by the law of diminishing returns. Just by changing up your cardio workout from jogging to stair climbing or swimming, for example, you'll be engaging different muscles in a different way, allowing you to burn more calories once again. Just like repeating the same weight training workout again and again will provide fewer and fewer returns, doing the same form of cardio over and over again has the same effect. Switch it up. The last mistake that people make all the time is trying to hit their target heart rate zone. The target heart rate zone is roughly somewhere between 55 and 75% of your maximum heart rate, and it used to be thought of as the fat-burning zone. It has long since been proven to be a myth, but this myth still continues to be widespread and most people still believe in it. In fact, there's a huge gym franchise that I won't mention the name of, but this gym's whole model is built around this myth of getting into your fat burning zone. On top of that, almost every treadmill has a target heart rate chart on it and has metal sensors designed to read your heart rate in the middle of your run. The idea is that when you're in this zone, you burn more of a percentage of calories from fat rather than carbohydrates in the form of stored glycogen. It might even be true. However, this theory doesn't take into account that more intense exercise above 70% of your maximum heart rate burns significantly more overall calories. So let me give you an example to help illustrate this. Let's say a low to moderate intensity cardio workout in your target heart rate zone burns 500 calories with 60% of those calories coming from fats and only 40 coming from carbs. 60% of 500 would mean that you burnt 300 calories from fat. Not bad. Now, let's take a look at a high-intensity workout that burned 1,000 calories in the same amount of time spent, but since we're not in our target heart rate zone, we only burnt 40% of those calories from fat, and the other 60% was from carbs. 400 is obviously more than 300, guys. The point is that higher intensity workouts will almost always burn just as many, if not more calories from fat as lower intensity workouts within your target heart rate zone. So those are the five biggest cardio mistakes that I constantly see. Now, as I said in the very beginning of the video, cardio can be a great thing as long as you do it correctly. So I want to give you five very quick tips to help you do the type of cardio that improves your body composition rather than hurts it. Number one, always start with the least amount of cardio necessary for fat loss and increase over time. This gives you plenty of room to add on more cardio in the future when you hit plateaus and it prevents muscle loss. Number two, keep the duration of your long duration steady state cardio sessions to under 45 minutes and definitely under an hour. Number three, do your best to keep the frequency of cardio under three days per week and do not exceed five days under any circumstances. Number four, trade in a couple or even all of your cardio sessions for high intensity interval training. With HIT, you could burn more calories while preserving more muscle mass in a shorter amount of time than steady state cardio. Lastly, take at least one to two rest days per week to recover and help manage the elevated cortisol levels from the stress placed in your body during exercise, especially prolonged exercise like long distance running. That's it guys. I really hope this video has helped you out. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe to this channel and hit that bell icon so you can always know when I release more free tips and tricks just like this. Also, if you're looking to take the next step and burn fat in the fastest way possible without any research or trial and error on your part, try my six week challenge. This done for you program has my clients losing an average of 20 pounds or 5% of their body fat in only six weeks. You'll get a custom diet plan, a 42-day workout plan, a recipe book, an accountability coach that's going to check in with you every week and help mentor and guide you through the entire process, as well as much, much more. The best part is that as long as you don't cheat and you don't quit, for the six weeks, we offer you the chance to get the entire challenge, as well as all the challenge materials for free. To find out more, you can click the link in the description, or you can visit my website directly at gravitytransformation.com. I'll see you guys soon.